Are you ready for me? No. Plandy and Trestful discuss poor performances in this week's episode of Lucio's Bad Beats with a special talk about the potential ending of Sinatra's Overwatch career. Listen up and listen good. I want to talk about, strangely enough, the Shanghai Dragons. And trust, you might be saying, Clandy, what the hell are you talking about? The Shanghai Dragons. So. They're they're rolling, you know. Many 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 pundits are putting them at the very top of their power rankings. Maybe maybe Clandy puts them there. You're gonna have to wait to find out on that one. But the Shanghai Dragons won both of their matches. They didn't lose a single map. They went three zero. They went three zero. How how are these guys not putting up points? And for some of them, they still did put up points. If you're in two week scoring, where Fleta had about ninety points, Lip ninety nine, Void one hundred, but a guy like Izayaki, who was someone who we told you to pick up on the waiver wire a few weeks ago, only put up 86. And for your other supports, that's just not getting it done. That's 15 rank. That's number 15 behind a, a lot of other behind Massa of you know who's the Lucio you know off off healer for Atlanta Rain who lost 3-0. Also, that's just not good. That's not efficient. That's not good getting it done for your fantasy team right now. And I'm kind of just worried about these this situation a little bit those a few that i mentioned fleta lip and void i'm not doing anything with them they're staying in my lineup i'm starting them even if they have tough matchups because they're top of the line and they're playing really well together but some of these other dps and and stand and fearless and and their whole support line i'm a little iffy on i think i would still play izayaki but now kind of questioning it so maybe it's not a full bad beat it's kind of a half bad beat i think, I but, think we have to put this in the wait and see category a little too yeah, some of them. It, it is like i said those three that i mentioned don't get rid of in fact lip might be available in a lot of leagues or available you know what all three of those guys after having a little bit of a down week this week could be trussell's trade targets too those those could be those could be guys that that you might want could to look be. for we but we had it we kind of had a strange week with all these O threes. So there are a lot of other a lot of other players that scored low. Most of the Hangzhou Spark, most of the Guangzhou Charge, all scored pretty low. So and you know, like like you said, except for for Hotba and kind of Jonak, you know, not really even Jonak, except for Hotba, the you know the Excelsior didn't put up too many fantasy studs this week either. So maybe it was just something going on in the Pacific Division this week where they're all beaten beating the tar out of each other, but not getting any <laughs> fantasy points. Yeah, quick matches. Quick matches aren't usually good for points scoring. Yeah. You got one more little situation there for some bad beats, don't you? I think so. You see it? I think I do. Hold on. Let's, ch- let's check it out. Aha, uh-huh, yes, I do. Yeah, baby, let's hear it. The entire... New York Excelsior DPS squad of Libero, Sabiobi, and Who Are You? Not getting it done for your fantasy team. Could you read me their uh, fantasy points for the week, please? Absolutely. Libero, 69.8 points. Sabiobi, 60.32 points. And Who Are You, 24.7 points. Abysmal. That's abysmal. It's not going to get your team a win. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know New York Excelsior, one of the better teams in the league. You're trying to, you're definitely pushing. I mean, 
I wouldn't say everyone is starting these guys for sure, but definitely a lot of people were. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And if they put them in their lineup, they disappointed. New York went 2-0 and this week, so quick matches at 3-0 apiece. But, um, so I guess they got it done from a real Overwatch League standpoint in getting the victories. But for your fantasy team, they definitely let you down if you put them in there. Similar, similar to the to the dragons situation too. Except for Excelsior, it's really it continues to be this DPS line. This DPS line is hard to it's hard to gauge who's going to play. Like you might have uh, Nene on your bench or maybe even right. your starting lineup. You know, it's tough, especially when Sabiobi and Who Are You split time. Maybe if Sabiobi had all that you know time that Who Are You there, he would be around. 85, which is respectable. It would not be in the top scoring by any means. You'd be, you know, middling around 15 or 16, 17, you know, 14 maybe around other his other DPSs. But this New York DPS line, I felt it at the beginning of the at the season. I don't know if the value is there. I'm not feeling it now. I don't think I'm starting. Else, you're deeps right now, confidently. Yeah, especially with Libero being the one who's playing most of the time, and most of the time he's playing May. He could creep his way into my lineup, but right now, who are you and Sabiobi? They really haven't gotten it done at all this year. Any of their starts, they've been kind of like 60-point scores, 70-point scores, maybe 80. They're not really giving you any high high ceilings, you know? Yeah. And right. the floor is not even really there. So, yeah, they're probably out of my lineup right now. So that's, you know, anybody for us? it's interesting that I, I was really just wanted to talk about the, the only other thing that I kind of wanted to highlight is just the, the low, the lower overall supports this week. You know, there's still some guys in the high hundreds, you know, Violet Crimson, Gangnam Jin are all over 150. Funny Astro Young Bong are, you know, up there also. But then it really starts to drop off and we see a, a lot more players in the 80s, 90s and early hundreds, which I think we can attribute to no Moira this week. And we might and continue trios. to, even if we, even if Moira comes back, you know, depending on other team comps and what they're doing, it doing in scrims, we still might not see Moira. So Moira creeps in, then we get these inflated support numbers, which, you know, is fun to see if you've got one of those top of the line supports. That being said, supports are still scoring more than other positions. And, this was a down week for, like I said, those Pacific teams. It was a down week for Atlanta. It was a down week for Boston, except for Myungbong. Boston's wild. They're all in the 60s and 40s, and Myungbong's at 120. Chengdu, the whole squad had a bad – you know, yeah. we could go on and on with this week's bad beats. All these teams I'm mentioning, if I, I'm going gonna, gonna to call out a few teams. Atlanta has one player, two players over 90. That's it. Everyone else is in the 60s. Baby Bay's 80. Boston, Myungbong, and everyone else is in the 50s and 60s. Chengdu, everyone's in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Dallas had a good week. Florida had a good week. Guangzhou and Hangzhou are all pretty low, except for uh, Bebe. Chu is 80, not great. You want more from that. So there's just a lot. There's a lot that, that you want to see improved with a lot of these teams in the Pacific if you started them, especially because we were seeing some really great numbers from them the past few weeks. It's a big, that's a big bad beat right there. It's like half the league. 
You with me, Tress? He's here. I'm here. Yeah, we were bound for regression, though, because it's such a high scoring yeah, right. last couple You're right. Weeks. You knew, I think you called it, too. I think you said it. You were wondering why the scores are so high. I want to highlight just a few players that didn't play at all. Um, I want you to quickly say why you think they might not be playing. And if you would hold on to them, look for them in a trade, trade them away, drop them, what you would do with this player. Okay. KSF. Got it. Uh, okay. Drop a bull if you need a spot. This, I'm going to leave this one for last. Architect. Also drop a bull if you need ne- a spot. Neptuno. Okay. Drop a bull. That's when I got a Fury. Okay. Mm, Actually, hold. the last one is Sinatra. <laughs> so Drop. I heard a few different things about you know Sinatra has not been playing recently, so some have been saying he's 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 kind of lost. Hear about it. It. We'll we'll get more to it in league leagues later on. Some say he's kind of lost it. Some say he wants to jump on Valorant really early, just kind of just to kind of get on it. I think that he might not have been the best DPS on the team right now, and he instead of spriting the bench on this on a, on a, on this team, he can go and actually play and being the face of the beginning of a new sport. I think by the time that Valorant really hits its stride, most of these players that we're talking about will have retired because you can't play these games for that long. So I don't, yeah, and, you know, yeah. it's not a money move. I think his money is all set. I think it's just a personal move, just to do something new, master a new game, spend your time doing something new. That's what I really think it is. I don't think it's any hard feelings, and I don't think it's the end of Overwatch League or anything like that. I think money has something to do with it. He'd make more money continuing on in Overwatch League. He's getting, you know, well, sponsorships makes more money. Streaming makes more money. He's, though. He stream. It's crazy. I forget. I forget exactly, but I heard. Uh, figures about so like for instance somebody in Sinatra is a big streamer I forget who the example was I think it was DeFran someone was basically saying like say you have a hundred thousand dollar salary playing for the Overwatch League yeah. right but that means you're screaming every week you're practicing every week you're traveling with the team you're playing with the team you're eat breathing sleeping overwatch with your teammates there's obligations there's practice times like it's 100% not dependent on you and your devo- which is what it should be it's a sport and it's a professional sport that's how it should be in professional sports uh-huh. but the salary yeah. for this professional sport is $100,000 and it's as much or more work than streaming on your own time on the days you want to, especially with these people who already have a following. And some of these people with all the subs and stuff and sponsorships on their on their own Twitch streams and stuff make about a million dollars a year or can make right. like 250K a year. So like it's actually less profitable for the bigger streamers to do a professional esport than it is to it's, just stream. And it's, it's true. It's on their own time. They can, they can just... But- it's like ten but, hours a day. They still do it the crazy hours, right? But it's on their own time and and more more lucrative. But I, Sinatra is leaving to join a pro Valorant team. Like he's not leaving to just stream. I, I think, think but people I continue think to he stream. Will be able to stream more. Well, no, okay. he's not in the league. 
I don't. I and don't know he's going right to try now, to build a fan base of Valorant stream watchers, which which won't be so hard. And, and then he can still go and play Overwatch on his stream too, and still have people watch him. But you know, it's an interesting move right now. I don't think it's a. I think the the loss possible. I think it's possible he doesn't love the game anymore for sure, and so he doesn't want to play. You know, right? It makes sense. Right. Right. And you know what? The other thing is that's crazy about esports. Is that like now some some of these people probably love Overwatch now, but it's only like three or four years old at this point, right? Yep. Didn't even exist before. It's different than being like a professional football player, baseball player, or anything. Years and years and where years. Where you have you have a love for the game, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. you eat, breathe, sleep, football, and that's what you do every day since you were eight years old that's what you love to do you made it a career and football is your sport you're not going to decide no actually i like baseball more occasionally that happens but not very often and i'm going to go play baseball now it's like no i'm a good football player i love football that's what i want to do but in esports is different esports is weird because you don't love counter-strike you don't love overwatch you don't love the new valorant you just that's new and you're a gamer and what do gamers always want gamers want new games like people love world of warcraft they play world of warcraft they've played it for years right but and some of them competitively or league of legends for example but the bottom line is most gamers play other games they're not like they're i'm not saying there's no gamers that are devoted aren't devoted to a league of legends professional scene or something like that it's probably the closest thing to being like in the nfl right but the fact of the matter is these kids like Sinatra, he's not devoted to Overwatch. He doesn't he doesn't wake up in the morning and need to play Overwatch. So when he loses the love for the game, yeah. You move on I to the next part thing. Of the burnout, yeah, part of the burnout is just that you want to get out because you don't care anymore. And it's like, oh, I'm on to the next one. I'm, I think I don't feel like I think that's Overwatch part anymore. of playing video games in general Definitely. is moving on to a new game, yeah. getting mastering it, getting better. So I would say I think it's a bit of both. I think it's partially that, but I also think that I don't think Sinatra's stupid, and I think that he, his mind is on the money still too. At the same, it's time. true, but you rarely see someone leave while they're on top of the world because they he had a lot of money to to make in sponsorships. Now like, he was on T-Mobile commercials. He's yeah, not going to be on T-Mobile commercials he for was Valorant. The MVP it, not last, for, you know, just last season, right, right, right. So that's hasn't been playing much this year, and he, like the, the for someone like him, it's nice because he's he's one of the best players in in ladder. Anyways, he's also won MVP in Overwatch League, won a championship. He's done everything you could possibly want to do in Overwatch, except milk so it even for as he, much money as possible. So that's except what, continue to milk right. it for long. So that's why I but think he, it's he not doesn't a care money. about that. It's, it's not a money day, thing. Anybody. At the he end of the enough. yeah, but he can make more money not playing in the league. That's my point. He's done it all. He's done it all. What else does he need to do? Like yes, like the league's only two two years old, three years old. What is there's been two champions. This is the third year. Yeah. So like the league's not like the league's young. It's not like it's not like Tom Brady saying I want six Super Bowls. You know what I mean? It's like it's this is a, a guy who the, the league's only existed for two years. And he's saying, yeah, I don't need to get six championships in Overwatch League. I got one. Like, I'm good. Right, right. But I'm saying, still, he's not going to make as much money in Valorant. And maybe streaming it, but not in, in eSports Valorant. I think streaming, he will make more, though. In eSports Valorant, 
I mean, in esports, between all shooters right now, I don't think there's many people who could make more money than Sinatra is currently making on Overwatch. Between seeing him on my Twitter feed on T-Mobile, him on commercials, him going on Jimmy Fallon, like all these different things, was because of Overwatch. I think Sinatra, you know, like Sinatra's in, in the next Sinatra, in the next eighteen months, doing what he Overwatch, is right for him. In the next eighteen That's months, in the next eighteen months, he would make more money on Overwatch than Valorant. After that, Valorant's possible, but after that. Like, like I said, they they age out of this soon. If if Valorant's not, I'm not years. He's going to be at the tail end of his career, definitely at that point. I'm not disagreeing with yeah. you that I think part streaming is totally different. Just personally, well, I'm yeah. I'm not disagreeing with your take on the situation as far as the personal decision that went into it. I'm just saying that the fact that he's going to make more money right now, not playing in the Overwatch League, is probably a fact. Like he's probably going to make more money streaming Valorant getting ready to play Valorant than he would have in Overwatch League okay. based on the amount of time. Like, that's just a fact. We'll, we'll so come like, back to this so like, I'm, I'm not leagues. disagreeing. This, we'll, we'll I'm not saying that I 100% think he was money motivated 100%. I think he lost love for the game. But the fact of the matter is he probably will make more money now. So, so, so it's like hard for me. It's hard for me to also say, no, this wasn't money motivated. Basically, because it's like, well, at the same time, it kind of was too. So like I feel like also, he probably <laughs> lost love for the game and he's going to make more money now. Win-win. Basically, Win-win. basically, you're saying that you, you kind of trust Sinatra's take on his situation better than my take on his situation? Correct. Yes, exactly. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, I think That's that fun. Sinatra, if you know Sinatra, if you watch his streams, he's he's a little bit. He knows I better like him. for him than I do. I'm he's not. a little bit. He's a he's a little cocky, but not in like a, a super douchey way. Just in like a very confident. He knows he's really good at this sort of thing, right? He's actually pretty smart. He seems like a pretty smart kid, and I think I believe that he, he came. Knows what he's doing. I believe he came from Counter Strike, which should um, move over to Valorant pretty 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 uh, easily. Yeah. I hope he's good. I, I guess really my like point him too. Is, he knows what he's doing. I like and, and, also, um, so. He seems you would you don't you don't end up being the face of a league and being on commercials in a new league if you're not good at promoting yourself. And I think that what he's about to do is promote himself some yep. more. And he's gonna make money off it. I guarantee you. Cool. I agree. We'll 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 jump into that in later on in the week about league leaks and we can we can talk a, a little bit more about how that might affect it's all about the money let's it's all about let's close out i want to do our last segment which is where you get to pick for this week 13 it's time for trustful's picks yay you ready ready to recap for our listeners trust last week made his picks he ended up six and four pretty well he got boned by his heart where he took the Atlanta rain over the Philadelphia fusion. He, maybe he got boned by Clandy's heart also when he took the Houston outlaws over the Dallas fuel. Those two, he did not take the chalk and those two uh, did not work out for you. But the Houston was dangerously close and Atlanta was kind of close. Dallas is looking better too. Um, we should definitely give them a little more respect. Especially they got a lot of talent. Fantasy wise, they've been and- crushing it. I, I bought into the fact that somehow they had a lot of talent, but were a shitty team. But now I'm starting to realize they're just very talented. So yep. maybe they're not going to be shitty. Yep. So. so I think it's the third straight week where you're in positives. You are you are getting most of them right. Woo-woo. But I still know that you can do better. So okay. let's go through. Week 13, the Guangzhou Charge versus the Seoul Dynasty. 
Dynasty. Okay. The New York Excelsior versus the Shanghai Dragons. Shit. It's a good match. I'm going to go Dragons. Okay. The Dallas Fuel versus the Washington Justice. Dallas. All right. The Los Angeles Valiant versus the Atlanta Reign. Atlanta. Okay. That's going to be a good one, though. Can we go into Valiant plays tough? The Houston Outlaws versus the San Francisco Shock. San Fran. Yep. The Seoul Dynasty versus the Hangzhou Spark. Mm, Dynasty. Okay. The Chengdu Hunters versus the New York Excelsior. Excelsior. The Philadelphia Fusion versus the Paris Eternal. Mm, Philly. The Florida Mayhem versus the Boston Uprising. A rematch. Florida. (laughs) Florida. Florida. The Toronto Defiant versus the Los Angeles Gladiators. Gladiators. Very nice. You want to know something that I did that was kind of fun this week? What? I went through and I picked who I thought you were going to pick. I went nine and one. Wow. It's not too tough, though. Most of those are pretty much gimmies. Yep. Um, I thought you would take what, New York uh, Excelsior over Shanghai Dragons. Okay. That's, you know, that's going to be a good one. Oh, that everything, one. Okay. That, everything else you picked, what I thought you were going to pick. And I mean, I'm an Atlanta also. slash Gladiator fan, so that's two right there. You got but I think, two right, up, right I think they're that. I still think they're the stronger team in both of those matchups as well, regardless yeah. of, of where your allegiances lie. I think... That that is true, but remains to be seen. I think Gladiators are going to stomp Toronto. I think that Atlanta and Valiant my, is going to be a good my, match. My reservation is that Toronto has looked a little bit better the last couple of weeks. So I want to tease something for the audience. It's something and I want to get to be, league leaks too. This would also be a revenge game for Toronto. Yeah, I don't think they got it though. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, they put up a fight. I think Gladiators is too good though. A few oh, wait, teasers. No, play. Did Gladiator play Toronto? Maybe not. I forget. Never mind. Continue. Later on, we're gonna we're gonna get into some league leagues. We got a lot of really fun things to talk about, like Sinatra, like the Vancouver Titans, and like this really super exciting May Madness tournament that I want to go into depth in a conversation with you about, so that you not and I the hero may. M-A-Y Madness Tournament, M-A-Y, the May. The month of May. The month of May Madness Tournament, May Madness. We're talk all about We have no March Madness, so we got May Madness this week. Love it. Um, so what I want to tease later Call on your this week, Clandy is going to get his power rankings up, so check that out when he gets that up on Instagram and when maybe he'll maybe we'll go over it on League Leaks too. And on League Leaks, I want you to think about this question that we're both going to answer. There's two sides to it also. Where do you want to see Haxel land if he leaves Vancouver? Ooh, Atlanta. Set, no, 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 no. Okay, I mean, I mean, like for the league though. Like, where could? Because I have a really good answer. LA. Don't tell me it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Not for your heart. For like a team that could really use him. Number two, if you were Haxel, where would you want to go? Okay. Not Boston. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay, that's fine. Think about it. We'll, we'll get into it in league leagues later on.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Lucio's Bad Beats. Join us again next time.